Do you desire to turn your passion into income? Connect with other creative souls who also dance to the beat of their own drum? I'm Marie Nicole and I'm devoted to combining beauty, uniqueness and connection in everyday living experiences. As a creative professional and Dharma coach, I help people connect to the truth of who they are and facilitate them in embodying their uniqueness. It is my hope in this podcast that I inspire you to live your life on your terms and earn your income through being uniquely you. After all, it's the unique thread that we each contribute to the collective tapestry that creates the whole. introduce Wendy Ricks from When's Art. Now Wendy came into Creators Nest a few years ago Mm -hmm. now. This Mm -hmm. was pre-COVID even and as a customer we just connected and then I ran a competition where I was offering um, coaching for (laughs) anyone who was interested (laughs) and Wendy won. (laughs) So we got to know each other even better through that process and I'm really glad we did because I've loved actually hearing more about your background story and that's why I've asked Wendy to join us today to share her journey as an artist, earning her living doing what she loves. So, Wendy, I'd like you to give us a bit of background into what you were doing before your art and how you transitioned into it as an income stream. Uh, Well, I've been doing art for a long time, even while I was um, working elsewhere. So, by training, I'm a registered nurse, no longer registered. So I was doing that. I was also mowing lawns. Um, I was also um, to I see of a dress shop after being a a casual and I was still doing art whilst I was doing all of those things. They all became, I was also um, running a party plan business, like the tasting foods. Um, Yeah, so it was also little pockets of income stream all factored around my children's drop-off and pick-up times from school being a single mum. Um, but, yeah, still doing a little bit of art at the same time. And eventually I just transitioned out of um, nursing and straight into art. Yeah. So how long ago How long ago are we talking about here? How old were your children? I they were, I became a single mum when they were 9 and 10. And they're now 28 and 26. <laughs> they're now in their 20s. 20s. <laughs> the children are now in their 20s, a later half. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And so when, what kind, like were you actually earning an income from your art at that time or you were practising art? I was little pockets of money, yeah, mm-hmm. but not, not full. I couldn't live on it, no. Yeah. no. So what were you doing? Did you go to, did you have exhibitions or... Did you no. sell at markets or you went straight into murals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, murals have just come about late, later. Uh, no, I was just selling through word of mouth, um, a few commissions for a couple of schools and then um, then I got a a um, request to come down to Canberra to do a classroom because my sister was a teacher, is a teacher here. So I said I can't do that in a classroom because I'm not a teacher. I don't know how talk to children they're a bit scary and um, she said you just talk just just talk about your art and from that it just blossomed into huge amounts of classroom work teaching art and then that went into murals as well it just all came into place one after the other and now I'm completely booked until next year and it's all classroom work and murals 
Fantastic. So they're, they're workshops that you're running in classes? Yeah, yep. So each class gets their own time with me to create a story, usually factored around the NAIDOC theme, and which helps the curriculum. I do a PowerPoint about where I'm from, what it looks like, where, um, where my family are from, and why we're doing the art and the importance of whatever the story is. Can you give us a little summary of that? Oh, well, this year the NAIDOC theme is uh, for our elders, so the PowerPoint, which I will be making when I leave here today um, <laughs> for tomorrow, yeah. um, will be pictures of um, where we're from, where I'm from, but also more photos of my elders and the importance of the things that they've taught us. And so relating that to kids for their own family, so yeah. for their mums or dads, grandparents, uncles, aunties, um, and what they mean to them um, from what they're teaching. Yeah, so, yeah, and then they'll create an artwork based on the U-shape, which means, which is a person. Okay. So I show them how to do that and then we draw or paint, sorry, together. And then they get to take that home. And they take that home, yeah. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So what about your murals? What? How do you decide on what goes into a mural? The murals, well... They're normally on, at schools. Most of them have been at schools. So it's, I look at their website. Um, some schools have an idea. Um, some schools look at my work and say, we might, that's kind of look. Um, but mostly, like the one I've just done, they've just said, um, just do what you do. And that I have a blank wall. Wow. And I just get out a piece of chalk and start drawing a couple of things and start painting. So I don't even know what I'm painting until I pretty much get here. So you do it all spontaneous on the spot. It's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nuts. I don't draw any, like I don't have any plan. Yeah. I mean, I might look at the website and go like, oh, well, their mission is love, life. Most of them are Christian schools. Yeah. Um, so I go, oh, well, I can work with that. I have to work with the space. So there's drain pipes and windows. Um, their budget, I have to work around their budget and my time, um, what the wall is made of brick that's um easy to paint on or brick that's not easy to paint on timber undercover or not yeah <laughs> so there's lots of things yeah. um to consider how much prep i have to do for the wall to start with yeah that is a very unique business to have and to transition into that like that just unfolded through doing they just, just workshops started. in yeah. the children's yeah. classes yeah it was just the first mural was a ground one um, up in Queensland and it was by doing workshops with a, at a kindy and it turned out that the director of the kindy, we were actually related but we'd never met. So her grandmother, great-grandmother and my great-grandfather were brother and sister. Wow. So it was just only that they saw a Gaduga sticker on my car that she just went, I think we're related and and we were. And, yeah, her mum knew my mum through people, you know, we all end up being related. Um, and she just said, hey, Cuzzy, can you do a big one on the floor? And I went, I can't paint on the floor. She was, yeah. So I investigated paints and that was my very first one. And it took three weeks over Christmas holidays and it was really hot in Queensland. But um, it's, you know, obviously still there. And It's still, do you go back yeah, and yeah, check yeah, on I've it? Yeah, I've been a couple of times <laughs> to check on it. Yeah, I've changed paint brands since then. But um, yeah, yeah, of course, you yeah, learn along the I've way. Learned, I've been learning, yeah. Yeah, so they get to walk on it and play on it every day. That's mm. beautiful. Mm. It's about 75 square metres. It was huge. 
Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> I so was really sore. How did you work out how much paint you needed? I don't. I don't know. I have no idea how much paint. So I just turn up with litres of paint. I probably had about 200 litres of paint in my car. Wow. And I'll probably take, I don't even know how much home. Yeah. I just go like, I think I'll need those colours. So, okay, coming from nursing to an artist, you were an artist before, but was the nursing just for secure income? Is that, or did you have a passion for nursing? Uh, well, nursing was what I did straight from school. Okay. So, yeah, I just thought I'll be a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so what led you then to start doing your art? Um, I think I was, I just always liked art. So I always liked doing some sort of art and craft and I was dabbling in like country crafts when um, my kids were babies and just for a hobby and that turned into recycled furniture so painting country scenes on furniture which didn't sell in your um, aboriginal styling no no, no. Just... so pumpkins lime <laughs> birdhouses um yeah all that country craft signs so yeah. I was cutting all the signs myself and bought myself a scroll saw and cut out things um yeah that was you know I'm gonna say 20 years ago yeah probably about 20 years ago so it wasn't wasn't it that big a seller? I mean, everyone was doing it, it seemed. So, um, and my fern- and I didn't like all the little things, so I started doing recycled furniture, and that took a lot of effort, and you just couldn't get your money back, you know. Mm. So I just stopped doing that and got a real job, <laughs> like in this kid's school, the holy grail of jobs. Um, but I would do art with kids, and I always was like the art gallery at the fate, and I always liked doing those little things like that. So what brought in your um, Aboriginal art then? I think one day I just went, um, I should just paint on a canvas. People will probably buy it. So And that's what I wanted to paint. Mm. It, and it just happened. And then, then I spoke to some um, my great uncle and made sure that I what I was painting was okay And because um, he's an artist too and a respected elder. So um, he said, yep, what you're doing is good. And I've got cousins who paint and my mum's cousins who paint. So I went, well, we're all doing this similar thing. So, yeah. yeah. So this is not unique in your family then, like people earning um, their income through their art? No, no, um, no, one, no one owns their income. Okay. No one has a business as such. Yeah. So how then did you find the drive to keep going with that without um, an example yeah, around yeah, you? Yeah, I know, because I don't think anyone in my family is, is, a, is, an, is a business person. There is, there's no business yeah. minds in... In our family, we just we just work. Um, I think I got really sick, so I had to leave. Um, I didn't have to, but I chose to leave nursing because I was um, sick. And by then, I had sold a house, so I had income. I had savings, I should mm. say, to help me kick it off. Yeah. And then eventually, um, it just started growing. So. Yeah, the savings still went down, <laughs> and still. <laughs> but I'm just—I'm proud that I never had to borrow any money. Like yeah. I've just been using what I have um, yeah, to keep it going, and then now it's—you know—I was so excited when I had to pay tax for the first time as an artist. I was really excited. Of course, that's a major milestone. <laughs> yes, I got a tax I've bill. Made... <laughs> I'm going, I've made it. I think there's a second thing that you said you're excited about, and that was paying a bookkeeper. And then, then I had to pay a bookkeeper. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> and that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, because not a lot of artists actually set up 
their website and have, you know, you've got your Instagram and actually turn it into an actual business. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a hard thing to do. And while there, there are artists out there that are earning their living, it still is a big step, mm-hmm. especially if you don't have example around mm-hmm. you. So what do you think actually gave you that determination to keep going? Because uh, I, to me, I felt I didn't have a choice as in this is what I want to do. So you have to make it work and as much as all that admin stuff is painful um, and you have heard all about that before <laughs> um, it's also necessary and I just had I had to find people to talk to like yourself um, and uh, a guy that does my reproductions um, he's a really good business mentor so um, I just had to find people that would reassure me that what I was doing was right or encourage me to go even further mm-hmm. so he goes that particular guy, Mark, will say, "I, you know, you're ready for the next step now. So I've now got a marketing person to help me redesign my website and um, remarket myself. So um, having to be able to pay him to help me do that, which is currently happening right now, um, was pretty exciting. Cause, and, yeah, people who just say you can – people want what you do, so – why not do it yeah and why not make money out of what makes you happy so absolutely because that filters out into everybody else in the family too yeah and And I feel like I can support more people then like my my parents and my children yeah and your children have they followed their own dreams with the example that you have set they're trying yeah yes well I yeah one is a playwright actress Mm. um so yeah she's she's the starving artist (laughs) But she's still young. <laughs> she's still young. But that she's never done, never wanted to do anything else either. She's mm-hmm. wanted to be an actress from the, um, from the, I don't know, when she was in little art competitions when she was at school. Yeah, that's all she's wanted to. And, but she fell into playwriting, so she's following that. So, you know, her one of her, um, her very first mainstream um, production is on this year in Queensland Theatre. So she's finally got one of her writings to a main stage theatre Um this year, which is great. So, yeah, she's following her dream. Um, and the other one is, well, has been following her dream as a Christian missionary yeah. and has travelled the world um, as a volunteer. But now, yeah, she's stepping out of um, regular income and trying to find what it is that she wants to do. And she's studying makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So That's an artistry in itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was a dancer, her art otherwise um but both of them have been helping me with the murals when they can um this time and um I think yeah I've always just said to them do what you have to do to get where you need to be or get where you want to be so um whatever that without you know obviously hurting people you know yeah not doing that stuff but um yeah that's really inspiring and and then the thing um, that I, I wonder about it is, what did you find the most challenging along the way? Lack of funds, um, knowing that I was slowly eating away my only security, which was the sale of a house and what was left from the sale of a house, and knowing that if, if that goes, um, if no one's buying my paintings, then I have to go back to nursing. I have to find a job. So I work a lot to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. But now are you finding that you also need to make sure you make time to take that time off to I'm trying that sustain bit. <laughs> the momentum and what? the health and well-being. Yeah, I'm trying that bit. Yeah. 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 That is definitely a challenge for anyone that works for themselves. So yeah. 
to, yeah. to have a day off. Yes. Yeah. And a holiday. You had uh, a holiday last year. <laughs> yeah, I've got one booked um, in March as well. So, oh, certainly. <laughs> yeah, and, but that was, and that was the first thing. So I bought a huge whiteboard um, before Christmas and – and that was another thing. My youngest daughter now works for me one day a week. So, um, so she created this big whiteboard planner for the whole year and the first things that went on it, you'll be very proud of me, was my holiday. Yeah, good. So the holiday was marked in first. Yeah. So that's and booked and it's going on a holiday. But that's March. like setting up your milestones. Yep. I've yep. got to make sure I get enough to cover that holiday. To cover that holiday. Yeah. And I'm going, well, there's murals, 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 murals. That should be fine. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So the youngest is a playwright who's working. She, she's the um, she's a barista. Okay. Uh, she's the um, assistant to her pastor at her church. She works for me one day a week, and um, yeah, and now she's doing a makeup course. And that you know, diversifying income streams um, for some people can sound scattered, but mm-hmm. in my mind, that actually adds more security to the whole yeah, process yeah. because if something falls down yeah. in one part, you've still got the other thing that you can yeah. build up. So I think, yeah, good honour for doing that. And that's why I do it as well. Like, yeah. I just can't – ideally it would be an amazing artist job to just paint a painting and people spend thousands of dollars and they buy it as soon as you finished it. That would be like a dream, but that's not going to happen. So <laughs> Well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> but, that, you know, one day I'll be too old to do murals so um, of the scale, so mm. – Doing murals, working in classrooms, selling fabric, like creating, doing commissions. Um, yeah, all those little pockets. You have, have plates. Last time we spoke, you had some plates that came in. Are they something you sell through shops? Or? I haven't done that. I haven't sold any plates yet. Yeah, I've just okay. been working on those with my great uncle because um, he is, well, he was a ceramicist and now he paints on greenware, um, yeah. bisqueware. So he thinks my work would translate really well to ceramic yeah and so yeah i've just done some more with him in wollongong recently but yeah they're all new little things that i'm just dabbling in trying to work out how that would work you learned now that you wish you had have known back then um to, oh, i wish i could have known then about but i don't even really want to know about bookkeeping and that sort of stuff that's why i've passed it on yeah you just said yeah. was actually key because knowing about bookkeeping not that you enjoy doing it but still knowing about it benefits you because now you know what someone's doing yeah. when they're doing your books yeah, <laughs> rather yeah. than just handing it all over and not having any idea yeah at yeah. least you've been through the process try to we'll try to yeah I mean in my very first <laughs> I went to account and I had a like a shoe box full of paper yeah and said well I've put them in order of date <laughs> yeah. and it cost me a lot of money that year so yeah. I learned then not to be more organized yeah. And then tried to be more organised each. But then it would still take me three weeks and then you know, your receipts are fading, all that sort of stuff. So learning about a bit of technology with uh, apps that rec- record that stuff straight away has been helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then obviously paying a bookkeeper. So, yeah, I do know a bit more about what she needs to know. Yes. Because um, I tried it myself. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> unsuccessfully, but, yeah. No, well, there's, there's no <laughs> failure. It's all learning, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> so, right. Um, now, I just want to check my notes because I did mm. have – oh, okay, so you just said before that you've taken on someone to do your marketing. So before that, your marketing strategy was? Uh, post once a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, post like at dinner time. Yeah. That's actually just the post. peak period. So. Yeah, but it depends on your work that I've learned as well. So it depends 
your audience mightn't be on there at dinner time if they're all women who might be a bit younger than me. They're all doing dinner then, like they're yeah. cooking dinner. So it was there was more like the where um, the workshops that I'd done about social media were like, yeah, these were the peak periods to post, blah blah. But it was blanket. Yeah. So this guy, I just did a workshop with him, a one-off workshop um, to start with, just to see if because um, he had a, like a we had a, I think we had a free Zoom one or something to start with, and then. If we would fit, then we could do a, just a one-off workshop. And then in the end, I spent a day with him, um, going through what it is that what I what it is that I do, and then what if he could help me. Yeah. And then now we've taken to the next step, and um, yeah, what is like creating a website or and that sort of stuff. And yeah, and I'm actually dropping the Wenzart name because yeah. rebranding, yeah, rebranding and everything. So it's just me. Like yes. it's, it's so it's just Wendy Ricks yeah, now. Yeah. So that's I mean, it still ends up because nothing's happened. But, yeah, um, yeah it's so rebranding. Um, I said, I just got my bus wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I've got to drive a high ace with a big artwork with Wenzard and But there's, you can just easily remove those bits. But you can that? just cover yeah, it. Yeah, and that's probably why they do it because yeah. if you change your website, if you change your email, those bits just come off. Fantastic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that'll have to happen. When it happens, yeah. Mm. So tell me about your bus. Like, can you share an experience you had last year with your bus? What the when the tire blew? (laughs) That one. (laughs) Yeah, because that is something that would make people go, "I'm not doing this anymore." (laughs) As I'm driving like at ninety kilometres along um, was Max Reef Road out towards Bungendore. I don't know. It was dark, but it was in Canberra in the winter. It is dark earlier anyway but it was like probably six o'clock ish yeah really you know it's very quite windy and quite um high traffic as well it might have been a thursday or friday night and uh yeah and the back tire just blew um and i lost all control of the of the car and i was on the wrong side of the road and just praying that no one was coming the other side it probably lasted seconds but it felt like hours um yeah just trying to fight control to bring the car back over because it's you know double lines you're not supposed to be on that side of the road and to bring it back over and then I got it off as far as I could because just one lane each way and then went like whoa yeah and I got out and my tire was completely in two pieces um the rim is all the rim was skidding along the ground so the rim was flat um yeah caught up in the handbrake cable and everything I couldn't actually drive it and then yeah and how much paint did you have in there? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not sure it was full, was wasn't it? It was probably full. Yeah, I'm going like, oh, man, oh, RECQ men's going to have to like lay on the oh, NRMA guy's going to have to lay on the, get on the ground and it's out on the road, like this yeah. traffic. And it was a bit scary. And then once I called him and then looked at the tyre and rang my family and cars came then to stop other cars from driving really fast because, of course, it's the tyre that's on the road. <laughs> um, I said I can't get it off any further and it was lucky because it was like a big drop sort yeah. of beside it um yeah so someone was looking after me and um, one of my friends is going like oh I think God was with you in the car that night and I'm going like I had all the disciples I've got 12 seats so, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all in there because yeah no one was driving the other way like yeah. I would have just I would have killed someone yeah. um big big bumper bar on the front and because how big is your van because we can't see it right now okay yeah it's um it should be a 14 seater um but yeah two seats have been removed in the back and yes so it's a big 
long it's a long base long wheel based high ace high top yeah huge. wow yeah big. see so your message is meant to get out there it's not meant to be stopped yet <laughs> well you can't stop me <laughs> i'm wendy ricks and i have more to say oh, and then i cried <laughs> of course that would have shaken anyone up yeah yeah you could see the lines the next day you could see all see where the rim had just like skidding right across the road and yeah, I just I was just scared that I would have hurt someone else. Of course. Mm. Yeah. And mm. and you were so lucky you didn't even roll it and yeah, hit yourself. Yeah. yeah. But so and this is not the first car accident you've had too. No. So there's what is it with you and <laughs> well, it was the first one I was driving. Okay. The other ones I wasn't driving. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. driving in the other ones. So yeah. you're a very determined lady to keep <laughs> going. Uh what's what's the message in your art that you are trying to deliver? I think hope, hope and, yeah, just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to think joy. I like to think people find joy. Absolutely. Um, and happiness if they look at it, um, even if it's purely because they like the colour, like just that it makes them feel happy. Yeah. Mm. Well, it sounds like the kids are happy with it. <laughs> like, and you yeah. keep getting asked to come back to school. Yeah, I get like, good job all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It must be a catch cry at schools or something. Like, yeah. good job. <laughs> Thanks. Do do you do classes with just Indigenous kids as well? Or sometimes, it... yeah, not often, sometimes. It's like I would like the message to be for everyone. But, yeah, yeah some schools get me just to work with um, their Indigenous students. I'm thinking more to open up their Indigenous roots mm. and art, culture and yeah. activities. So, you know, the fact that you were going from country scenes and furniture... <laughs> Actually, I could connect back to my roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wondered if that was a part yeah, of the school yeah. program. Some do, some do, yeah. Otherwise they just want everyone to be a part of it. Which is fantastic. Everyone yeah. should be aware of it. Yeah. I don't think it should just be exclusive to Indigenous persons. No, no. It doesn't spread yeah. the message yeah, as yeah, far. Exactly. Yeah, mm. That's beautiful. So where do you want to take um, your art next? What's If you were to reduce murals, what would you then do more of? If I could have, like, the ultimate dream, I suppose, would be to have a, my own gallery um, where other people's art could come as well, but um, not just mine. That would be lovely and that would be less travelling. Um, you know, I like, like, don't really like being away from home for, you know, five weeks um, at a time, even though it sounded good before. After a few years, you just go like, oh, I just like being at home. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I could have my own gallery and paint and just paint, <laughs> that would be lovely. Um, maybe a coffee shop in there and a florist or something. No. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't actually. Not? Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be probably. And where I live, I'd like it to be where I live so I yeah. could be at home and have it close by. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Because Queensland to Canberra is quite a journey yeah yeah do you do other things along the way or you just no, come straight yeah just come, oh yeah just come yeah. um and I so this year I've only booked like the one time and I said that's it I, I'm not coming back um this year so if you want me it's next year so I will have bookings for next year for them but um but for the first year of COVID if it wasn't for COVID I had three months booked here I had three trips booked wow um down to Canberra yeah that's big and I was hoping to, you know, get more local work and that's what started. So now, apart from this month, everything is local. That's what was going to be my next question. Yeah. Can you bring it up to your area? I was trying, area? but and because yeah. my work is just word of mouth. 
So it's yeah. um, it's been word of mouth from school to school down here particularly. It's like one principal sees you work at some other school and they go, like, we want that at our school now and and it's just and we want it bigger or um, so that's how it's grown here because um, it's such a small place and there was little bits of in local work up there but now that it's it's starting to pick up up there yeah. so principals are tagging each other on on Facebook and things like that um, or schools are tagging each other going like we need this at our school or, fantastic so it's growing up there so yeah see what would we do without the internet if it wasn't for Facebook I wouldn't um, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be here doing this yeah yeah yeah, I know there's a lot of negativity around social media, but for business, it yeah. is such a good tool. If they were looking for a website of mine, they wouldn't find it. Yeah. I would be lost, 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 way down line. Because there are, I'm actually, I have a lot of peers. Like, mm. it's it's not as unique. Like, there's a lot of Indigenous artists and there's a lot of mural artists. So, um, we're all out there. And there's <laughs> enough work for yeah. us to share. Um, so, but if it was, yes, I would just get lost. Yeah. Um, in a search and um yeah so if it wasn't for facebook i wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened so if people do want to find you are they best to go to your website is it actually wens art it's or? still wens art yeah com dot au okay um until anything about that changes and then i'll be wendy dot com dot au but um, i think i think that's what it is yeah well, if they search Wendy Ricks, they'll find, they'll find me. They'll find yeah, you. Yeah. So have, do you, have you had any domestic work, like people's houses, courtyards? I can imagine a mural in someone's no, inner city. Yeah, <laughs> Let's no. plant the seed. Yeah, cool. I've done a cafe. I've got yeah. a cafe. Yeah, um, even I've done a cafe. warehouse walls. and um, One of my original ones was a cafe. That's pretty cool. That's in Redcliffe. Um no, the rest are schools or kindies, yeah. So there's still yeah. a lot of scope yeah, for you to, still, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, once all the schools are painted with Wendy's work, yeah, yeah, yeah we can go beyond <laughs> One that. school at a time I've been doing, yeah. Yeah, that's mm. huge. Mm. And you also had a, a niece who helped you with some of the painting? Do you still? Yeah, I've had two nieces because um, they're here. So yeah. um, they've come out because they're on uni holidays, so... And that just helped me get it through quicker. So one of these murals could take two or three weeks if I'm doing them by myself. So I could cut it down to a week. Yeah, one day I had a daughter and two nieces. So the four of us working on, yeah, that's cutting your work in a quarter just yeah. that day. So yeah. um, that helps speed up the work and they don't mind a bit of cash either. Last <laughs> year the, one of those nieces travelled. Like she came to Goulburn with me. She came to Cootamundra with me. Um, to do those murals so yeah it cuts down obviously um, with a lot of time um, yeah and they've all said we don't know how you do this on your own like, so what yeah how do you do it on your own what I just keep painting <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very meditative yeah um, it's very calming but then I get a bit stressed I'm like oh man the rain's coming I've got to get this done or I've got to work under tarps or I've got to yeah, it can be a bit stressful. Or if, if it rains for so long, then all that work is cancelled. So then, then where's the income? Mm. Mm. And that's where the plates are going to come in. So that's where <laughs> yeah. the other little things, hopefully, you know, yeah. the bits of fabric and reproductions and schoolwork. I have to have enough schoolwork to cover or enough schoolwork in the bank as in I can't do you this year because I'm booked out. But if something happens and it's, there's a huge rain event, then uh, could we bring it forward and 
some schools are going like, yep, yep, we'll do that. We'll have you, we'll do it this year. Um, other schools with murals and things, so they'll just change it to let's paint on timber and get it mounted. Mm. So then at least you're still getting work. And that was, I was very grateful um, during COVID that a couple of the schools in Canberra said, we still want your work. Can we, how do we translate it from you painting with the kids down here to you still doing it from yeah. Brisbane? So I created work on timber and then had it sent down and then they could mount it. Yeah. So they, and they said, we still would, we want you to be able to work. So I'm very grateful. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. So if somebody was starting out as an artist, what would you tell them would be, this is what you need to <laughs> consider? Run, run. <laughs> no, they can't be because yeah. how long have you been going for like? Uh, full oh, time, like seven years seven, or so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not running yet. Uh, run towards, not away. Yeah, um, I guess just back yourself and surround yourself with people who are supportive. You can't do this. I could not have done this on my own to start with. So people who feed you, yeah. <laughs> um, people who say, you know, keep going, um, people who are helpful as in we can do that for you so you can do that. Like my mum does a lot of posting at the post office and little things like that or we can pick stuff up for you so you can work. Um, yeah, I hate to say the word carry but they kind of carry you a little bit at times when you could, I could go for months without any income. Mm. So if you don't want to, um, you know, you can, there's a point where your savings aren't there anymore. So they kind of help, but you know, then you've got to give it all back. Yeah. So I make sure that whatever people have given to me in time, um, resources, money, like I give it, I give something back mm. in return. So it sounds so like that, community. Is... Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. really big part of making it work. Yeah, you have to be. I don't think you could do this on your own. Mm. Um, any art type business. Well, and you, well, you could, but if you want to actually have holidays and have a life and survive and still be connected know, to other people. To, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You still have to have. You have to be surrounded. Mm. That's mm. beautiful. I like it. So, is there anything you would have done differently over the journey? No. No, even if what I did was wrong or because that's why I'm here. Like that's how I kept going, by learning. That's the perfect answer. Is that right? <laughs> in, my, in my books, that's the perfect answer because there is no wrong, yeah, really. Yeah. There's no regret. Mm, no. So Just being myself, I think, yeah. Have you been yourself the entire time or have you evolved into becoming more of yourself? probably became more of myself. I think I was really worried to start with, like being Indigenous and not looking um, Indigenous yeah. to lots of people. Um, so I guess like a street cred kind of thing. Um, yep, yeah, my family are all supportive and all of that stuff, but then if someone was to, um, I don't know, look at you or think, oh, I'll go with that artist more than that one or yeah. um, or being a Christian where, so, yeah, being Indigenous can be very political and um, there are lots of different opinions about lots of different things. So try not to step on toes but at the same time as being yourself can be a little bit stressful at mm -hmm. times. Um, yeah, can be very, there's a lot of negative stuff around. So trying to be a positive role model as well. Um, to younger Indigenous people is uh, important to me. But also, yeah, 
being true to myself in amongst that huge um, grand scope of lots of opinions, lots of we've all come from different places. Um, I mean, that's like everybody, but within Australia and particularly I'm thinking of, yeah, we're all, we've all come from a different space. So mm. being true to me and, and my family, even though where there's lots of differing opinions just within that as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, let alone the world. Um, yeah, it's, it can be really challenging. So um, what practices have you put into place to maintain that being true to myself? I stay off social media and significant times of the year so I stay away from negative I don't share anything that I I think is negative or too controversial Um, and I know that even in saying that is controversial like I should be sometimes a bit more of an activist but um, I think my family have always just been hard workers and we'd rather um, educate by being true and helpful rather than being negative yeah Mm. I don't think there's any should though Mm. it's just people's perceptions that you yeah. should stand up and yeah. say your piece but mm. you can actually be that example just by just being by doing, yeah 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 and mm. you're definitely doing that and look at that your um indigenous art is everywhere now <laughs> with its christian take yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so there'll be those that say well you can't do that because of that yeah. and then others will go well that's just might be your mob but it's not my mob so it's it's within being indigenous and being aboriginal that's a whole other we're all so different from where we're from as well, so, yeah, yeah. let alone personally. Mm. Oh, I think it's amazing that you have pushed, not pushed through, I don't like to use the word pushed, but maintained the determination even through all the challenges because it sounds like it is actually being authentic to yourself and, mm. and what's in your heart and so keeping that drive and being that example for yeah. other people that, you know, it is actually... Mm okay to be Mm. you you don't have to try and fit into what the expectations are yeah so thank you for doing that on behalf of anyone else who's like (laughs) i can't be me (laughs) yeah well i don't really know any who else to be like i'm not very good at lying i'm not really good at making anything up no i do i make a lot of things up no um (laughs) yeah it's just and as you get older (laughs) yeah that's also yeah like you don't you just you sort of care a little less um because you go, I'm only here for this time, so I might as well be this person. Yes. Mm. That's it. That's a true wild woman. <laughs> <laughs> I take it or leave it. I am myself. That's pretty much <laughs> it. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> get any better. No. I'm, a, I'm the vintage best right now. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much okay. for being here, Wendy, That's and right. being that inspiration for everyone. And I will, in the show notes, include all of the details of how to find you. Okay. Because there is a way for people to take your art into their home mm-hmm. and I'd love mm-hmm. for that to be the case too. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything else you want to share or you're happy to leave it at that. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Thank you. So lovely. Thank you for being my first podcaster person. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being my first interview. <laughs> I'm just as nervous. <laughs> so it was wonderful. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I know how valuable it is and I hope you got value out of listening to this podcast. If you are looking for a coach to support and guide you through your own unique journey of creating a life you love, then reach out for a connection call. And if you'd like to connect with other creative souls in person by joining us at a workshop, a retreat, or to book a unique um, shopping experience here at Creators Nest, I run those by appointment. 
So check out the website for more details. The link is in the show notes. Oh, and please leave a review. I'd love to hear any insights or inspirations that were activated in you from this podcast. And I look forward to drumming, dancing, or soaring alongside of you. 